93.3 City FM, and I'd like to welcome you to the program Bible Answer Man. Well, we are excited, we are blessed as a nation, and um, this evening we are excited also to have one of Ghana's finest, a father of the land when it comes to uh, charismatism and Christianity. Uh, he's going to uh, have this wonderful conversation and discussion with us. We are going to spend time and look at election 2020, a call to prayer. Election 2020, a call to prayer. We are aware of the political unrest that is rising around this nation. Not too far away in Cote d'Ivoire, we know the issues arising there. And in Nigeria, all kinds of things coming up. And as spiritual men and women, we don't want to let our guts down. And we are going to open up this conversation in a very short while. I'd like you to uh, tell a friend to tell another friend that the program Bible Answer Man Sunday evening on City 97.3 FM has just started and you also want to stay glued. Our program is quite interactive. We are Facebook Live and also you can reach us via your questions and contributions on this WhatsApp line 054-998-6996. Let me take the number on WhatsApp again. It is 054-998-6996. I'm Reverend Fred McDavis, your host. And shortly I'll be back. When I do, I'll introduce my guest and we'll begin the conversation critically looking at election 2020, a call to worship. Keep your dials locked up here. I'll be back shortly. Demons tremble at the sound of that name. Jesus. Sweet Rose of Sharon, my lily of the valley. Oh, that's the reason I say that Jesus is the answer for the world today. Well, you are welcome back. Time check: thirty-five minutes past the hour of seven. And let me quickly correct. Uh, what I said, it is a call to prayer, not a call to worship. I guess in the excitement of my guest uh, sit, sitting very close to him, I'm, I'm carried away. But this evening, uh, we are blessed to have the founder of Global Revival Ministries Worldwide International. This a ministry that I have um, um, admired from a distance growing up in Action Chapel myself, and we enjoyed any time he visited us way in the early 90s. I remember I have this um, mag magazine that has a picture of him, a magazine from Nigeria, from um, the of blessed, of blessed memory, Archbishop Bensingi Dahosa, when he used to come to Ghana and uh, he will carry them to Nigeria and they will come back. Who am I talking about? A father in the land, Reverend Dr. Robert Ampiakofi. Papa, good evening. Good evening. It is great to have you here. Glad to be here too. You're very, very welcome. We'll begin this evening's conversation. But before I do, I know today was Sunday and you've had a Sunday service. How was church service, please? Very good. 
Very good. And also, we are aware that um, not too long ago, I guess last Thursday, our nation lost um, one of our, in fact, the father of the Fourth Republic. Um, how did the news get to you, and what message do you have for the family? Yes, uh, I think uh, one of my people uh, WhatsApped me and said, have I heard of the passing of the, uh, the founder of the Fourth Republic and great, great man? And uh, I told him that it's not true. <laughs> I told him point blank that it's not true mm. and that uh, it cannot be. Mm. And so the person stayed for a while, about 30 minutes later said, check again. <laughs> check again. I was very confident that it couldn't it wasn't, be true. It couldn't it be true, true. yeah. I couldn't process it. I couldn't mm. accept it. But found out later it's true. But we just want to extend our most heartfelt condolences to the family, the wife and the children, and indeed to all Ghana, that we should all be strong and uh, look to the Lord in this hour. Thank you very much uh, from Reverend Dr. Robert Ampia Kofi sending his condolences to the nation and to the former first family. Uh, Doc, this evening would like to critically look at election 2020. We know that we've had a lot of elections in this country from, in fact, in the Fourth Republic from 1992 up mm -hmm. till now. Uh, they have come with their own challenges. It appears as if election 2020 has its own unique character. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, looking at what just happened in the United States of America and what the uh, unfolding events that are happening. What is it about election 2020 that appears to attract so much spiritual clout? Yes, I think the peculiarity is because of the... It's an international thing. Mm -hmm. It's a... It's a worldwide situation. The whole world is going through what I describe as a shaking. Mm. Uh, there, mm. There's a lot of uh, spiritual shaking of everything that we used to take for granted. It's all being shaking. And as it's shaking, um, things we used to take for granted, uh, it's not so again. Mm. I was mm. uh, uh, talking to a friend in the United States, and amazingly, the friend said to me, pray for us mm. that things will be peaceful here. Wow. And for all the time that I've been alive or been aware of things, mm. we had never thought about praying about America politics. Yeah, America prayer, prayer. of all people. Of all nations, rather. Yeah, we don't invest any prayer there, at least not for <laughs> peace. <laughs> but that's what the, my friend told Actually, me. Yeah. Actually, she said, pray for us that it will be peaceful. Mm. So there are so many things that we used to take for granted that now we cannot take for granted. Uh -huh. 
So that's what makes this election more dicey mm. and more. Mm. It needs a lot of attention. Yeah, yes, Papa. And uh, I'm sure others would also say that um, the uh, former president that's um, of, on the NDC side and then the current president on the NPP side, every one of them appeared to be uh, asking for prayer. Mm. Now, um, in this particular situation, what kind of prayer should we do? Because we know that in Christianity, we have not less than seven kinds of prayer. We have the prayer of agreement, uh, prayer of thanksgiving, uh, prayer of intercession, spiritual warfare prayer. What kind of prayer do we expect to, as Christians to channel towards this particular elections? Yes, the, the first thing we need to do is to do... Uh, I would call it a spiritual assessment mm. of the exact nature of the trouble or the potential troubles that we face as a nation in this uh, particular season. Mm. In fact, it it was I, I was having a burden for prayer for all countries that are facing elections in this season simply because the pandemic and the virus has mm. already mm. thrown mm. the world out mm. of gear. And when you add into that volatility the nature of elections, which are also volatile in themselves, it tests every nation's foundations to the core mm. and that is what we are facing now and we need to be able to assess properly the kind of problems we are facing the if you look at um, what happened in nigeria yeah uh, it's unprecedented yes. the 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 country has been there for years they've gone through like ghana military coups this 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 but never a kind of a grassroots mm, agitation, uh, re agitation revolution, re revolution yeah. from just the youth. youth. Thousands, hundreds of thousands of them challenging the authorities. So certain things have been shaken mm. and certain things are rising to the top which we didn't have before. And it would be not wise to just assume that it's them mm, and not mm, us. Mm, <laughs> mm. Because I, I believe that what will save us is the understanding that we are in a community of nations. And whatever is happening to other nations has a potential also of touching and affecting us. And what is happening in America, uh, what is happening in Nigeria, what is happening in La Côte d'Ivoire, Senegal, all these countries is an indication that politics is not the same as it used to be before and that the dynamics have changed so much mm. and we don't have to make any assumptions. We need to exert control mm. over that situation. So what we would need now is to be able to tell, like Christ said to Peter in Luke 
22 when he said to him that uh, Satan had sought mm. or Satan wants to have you to sift you like yes, yes that, that he knew precisely what the devil was gunning for what mm. Satan was trying to accomplish mm. in the life of Peter that he he had intended to overthrow the faith of Peter he he knew precisely that Satan's target was that Peter should lose faith and when Peter loses faith it's going to affect all the rest because he's in a position of leadership in the same way we see Ghana is in a certain position of leadership in our sub-region at least mm. the, the level mm. of the respect we have as uh, a peaceful country as a certain kind of environment and all those things sometimes come into under an attack mm. because Satan wants to hit the top so that when he can make an impact at the top what is downstream becomes easy for him mm. to clear out mm. Mm. so the attack on Simon was uh, Luke 22:31, and the Lord says Simon Simon indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. Mm. But I have prayed for you okay. that your faith should not fail. So what Christ was also going out for was a direct counter prayer to the move of Satan. He was praying against what the enemy was trying to accomplish in Peter's life. He was very specific in his prayer. And that is what I believe that in this season, we need specific prayers against potential evils mm. that the enemy is trying to set up. We need to be very prayerful about it because Satan is in the invisible kingdom. Okay. Um, there was no human knowledge of this thing what jesus said to simon, simon yes. uh, cannot be discovered by any other method except a spiritual means okay. because nobody has any access to what satan is asking for and uh, nobody knows who satan even mm. asks mm. if he says satan has asked for you mm. Uh, who who did he ask? Yes. And that conversation, who is the subject? So if he went to ask uh, permission from God mm. to put Simon through a certain process, then it is a spiritual thing. Mm. And Christ picked it up in the spirit. So the prayers we need to pray at this time will have to be spiritual prayers. Okay. I, I would advocate even that concerned believers take some time to fast as well as pray simply because of the dimension, the spiritual dimension of the things that we are actually confronted with. Mm. Uh, it is easy to be flippant about some things, mm. but it will be a, an error uh, because if you go through the entire conversation, 
Simon was flippant mm. about what mm. Christ told mm. him. Mm. He, he didn't think it was an issue. Uh, when Christ said to him, I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But, verse 33, he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. <laughs> so, he, he didn't think there was any issue. He didn't think there was any problem. And uh, that he was going to, he trusted in himself that he would be able to go through the challenges of that season uh, without being touched at all. And, uh, and all this focused and centered around things that were going to happen to Christ and the impact of what would happen to Christ, what impact it would have on his disciples. Okay. So they... When he said, all of you will run from me this day, and he said, smite the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. scattered uh -huh. yeah. But Peter spoke up and said, if all men, if all the disciples forsake you, as for me, I will not forsake you. So he had great confidence, but Christ saw it as a need for prayer for him because there was a dimension to the situation that he had no knowledge about. He's just mm. facing the mm. thing, uh, confronting it at face value, that he feels he's committed to Christ. Yeah. He feels he's, uh, he's strongly a disciple, yes. and uh, nothing can move him easily. Uh, he was ready to go to prison. He was ready, ready to die. But what he didn't understand is that there was a high-level demonic process behind the whole thing coming against Christ. For those who watch the film The Passion of the Christ, yeah, yeah. you would notice that the filmmaker captured the demonic element that was behind the physical trouble. And Christ himself said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death. That, that means that there was some different dimensions of what was going on beyond the physical. So Peter was ready for the physical, but he was not ready for the spiritual dimension of the demonic assault that was coming against Christ and therefore, what would affect him? So, as a nation also, uh, I think in this time, we should the church should not be flippant mm. at all mm. about mm. the dangers posed by the election in this season. Because every nation facing election in the midst of this shaking... Mm and pandemic situation must definitely pray much. Mm. The, the believers must pray much. So I think we must go on the intercessory line mm. Uh, mm. because where, where Peter was concerned, you can't, con Christ couldn't even convince him to pray himself. Yes, he, where he had gotten uh, to, I mean, the wavelength at which he was operating, he didn't even understand what Christ was referring to, to at all. So, it, Christ said, I've prayed for you 
that your faith should not fail. Excuse me. Thank you very much, um, uh, Reverend Dr. Um, Robert Ampia Kofi. Dear listener, your dial is on 97.3 City FM. The program is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred McDavis. And uh, we have Reverend Dr. Ampia Kofi here. We are talking about election 2020, a call to prayer. Why is it important that we pray for this particular election 2020? 20. You can still reach us uh, via WhatsApp line with your questions and contributions um, on 054-998-6996. I'll take the number again, 054-998-6996. Doc, so elections as we see it physical has spiritual undertones unless you're spiritual you won't be able to know it because from the example you've given us peter was a lot flippant and now he was just confident in himself that whatever christ was talking about which he didn't understand from the very beginning he thought he could handle it what are some of the things that um spiritually we can talk about concerning election 2020 mm-hmm. yes usually you would just assume that elections are uh, ways of choosing leadership mm. and uh, democratic patterns of the choice of leadership are designed to exert some controls and make it more normal and uh, lack, uh, remove the drama and things uh, I remember when I was growing up, uh, the country used to change leaders by military coups, <laughs> and th- those were high drama. Uh, the, the we just wake up one morning, it was just, a, a, I mean, one broadcasting station, one television station, once it is taking the whole nation is taken. Go ahead, daddy. So that, that, that was dramatic, and this is supposed to calm things down put things into some form of orderliness and by and large it is better so much better but we need to still understand that there are forces trying to still exert control over the land mm. and in the midst of elections especially in Africa there are all kinds of dimensions if we look at uh, some of the countries that are into post-election violence, mm, some of the, mm, the mm. is there is coming because governance has always had a spiritual dimension. Wow, Govern- governance has always had a spiritual dimension. It's never been just physical. Exactly, it is never just physical. It always has had that spiritual dimension. Um, if we go into the book of Daniel, then we would see he was talking about mm, mm, uh, the famous mm. prince of Persia uh, that was having to shift various forces and declare that when he shifts a certain force, another kingdom will rise. Mm, and mm. if you look through the story of Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar's image, the golden head and the silver 
bronze, bronze the mixture of iron, iron the iron and then the mixture of iron and sand. Yes. Exactly. These are kingdoms and you will see that they have some spiritual backers and mm. Mm. shifting the spiritual has to be done before the next kingdom takes over. Uh So, government, governance has always had a spiritual dimension. Maybe that's why also when, whenever uh, in our part of the world, uh, people are going for leadership or governance, I don't also know too much maybe it can still be out there in the western world as mm. well but our world does a lot of con- consultation okay okay and uh, trying to get the spiritual realm to back okay yeah so there's a lot of things that go on so as christians we just can't sit aloof and be flippant and just think that election 2020 will just be okay there are spirits i mean there are consultations that are happening and as a child of god we would need to wake up to pray dear listener your dial is still on 97.3 city fm and the program is bible answer man with reverend fred niyemo odwe mac davis just as i have said earlier on i'd like to repeat again we are facebook live and uh, you can still uh, contribute to this conversation via whatsapp line 054-998-6996 um, i'm having this conversation with reverend dr robert ampiakofi election 2020 a call to prayer um ghana to a very high percentage we are considered as a christian nation what role should the church play during this call i mean in in the whole idea of this call to prayer yes uh, usually uh, god bless uh, our papa archbishop duncan williams uh, yeah. he's always been on the front line mm, of mm. Uh, praying for ghana especially through challenging seasons and times i i remember uh, a particular year we were praying at the stadium he called a meeting at the Crossford stadium mm. and it began to rain yeah and it rained heavily but we he didn't stop the prayer meeting he Whoa. didn't call it off Whoa. there was no cover there was nothing but he stayed in it himself and prayed through through the whole downpour heavy very very forceful heavy downpour and i think the church should be calling on god um because it's it's a matter of our faith in god that we know that god hears prayer number two we know that god himself who answers prayer calls for prayer Oh, oh, God oh, himself oh, calls oh, for prayer oh, uh, because he said pray he said I have set watchmen upon oh, thy walls O Jerusalem who, who will not hold their peace day nor night and they will call upon God and then he told the Jews when they were in Babylon pray for the peace of oh, the land oh, wherein you have been carried captive 
For in the peace thereof you shall have peace. So the God who answers prayer, I believe God has more faith than all of us. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, still the, the, the God who answers prayer, he himself calls for prayer, meaning that truly the church has a role to play because we must express our desire mm. in the matter so that God can respond to our uh, exertion of our will and our demand. Uh, if the scripture says you have not because you ask not. Mm. So mm. Uh, being silent is not an option. Uh, with God, uh, he doesn't just automatically do what is good. We have to declare in prayer what we believe should happen and declare it strongly and the Lord will hear us. We, we declare that may God Almighty ensure mm. the peace of the land. Amen. Yes, that there will be no door open for Satan to manipulate the nation, the land, uh, or to cause any destruction in the land. And we need to be careful because Satan is a long-term player. Wow. And wow. By, by that, I mean he is one that uh, if he can't take, it's just like boxing. <laughs> when yeah, the two boxers are boxing, yeah. They, they may know they, they may know that I can't hit him once and get him down, mm. but if I can keep on jabbing and punching okay, and jabbing okay, and okay. punching, when he gets the opponent gets tired, mm. he will be able to. Okay. So he may be able to get, keep fighting tactically mm. till the twelfth round or mm. to weaken the person. So there are sometimes the enemy may not be able to do all at one go in one round. But you want to make sure that he doesn't also set up things that will be to his advantage later on and to the disadvantage of the country later on. So we need to be very strong in prayer. Uh, just the fact that the devil may not be able to do certain things at once does not also mean we shouldn't pray. At all. We should deny him any advantage. For the Bible says we are not ignorant of his devices, mm. lest he should gain an advantage mm. over us. Mm. And we need to deny him that advantage in our land. Thank you very much, Reverend Dr. Robert Ampiakofi. I'm enjoying every bit of this conversation. Before I ask my next question, dear listener, you can still um, contribute towards this conversation via WhatsApp line 0549986996. Remember, your dial is on 97.3 City FM, and the program is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred McDavis. Reverend Dr. Ampiakofi, has the outcome of elections not been decided already by God? Why should we pray? Uh, if God knows who will win, I mean, who will come out as his choice uh, leader, uh, the elections, should, shouldn't it just be an event? Uh, I love this question because <laughs> I've had a lot of conversations with people <laughs> about this matter. 
number one, I truly sincerely, uh, God in his omniscience mm. uh, may know everything, but I believe that he chooses also not to know some things. Wow. Uh, he wow. can deliberately refuse to know some mm. things. Mm. Simply because he has delegated it to the human okay. domain. Okay. Uh -huh. So, I, I believe I don't believe that God has chosen a leader that is written somewhere, uh, and so make the elections unnecessary. Or God will not also tell us who is going to win because God is not campaigning. For any of them, <laughs> so I, I I get disturbed a bit because I ask people sometimes that if God is telling us who is going to win, then what is His motive for doing so? For years and for allowing the elections to come off. Yeah, because we spend millions of dollars on every election. So if He has chosen somebody. And the thing is set in stone in from heaven. Then <laughs> he should save us our millions of dollars. Let's <laughs> bring the person. Write the person's name in the sky or something. <laughs> and settle the whole matter. <laughs> settle the matter. I think uh, it's it's a problem right now in the U.S. because they had so many people pronouncing a prophecy. Or predicting things in the US these are American uh, some of them are high-level uh, spiritual leaders uh, be it as it may it could be so it could not be so I don't know but what troubles me is that if we go all out to declare that God says something uh, in in a human realm something mm, that mm. Uh, human beings are going to make a choice and we say god is going to do something we are going we are trying to say that maybe god is going to compel people to vote a certain way okay or uh, it's hard to figure it out what really the implication is uh, my thinking is that we should allow people to choose. It's a human okay. choice. Mm. And uh, we just have to, God himself respect the choice that mm. men make. Mm. So, mm. we should allow people to, we should. We can intercede, but the okay. intercession is to make people go in the right direction. Mm. And I, I, we can prove it by scripture, because okay. uh, in the days of Samuel, the people wanted a king okay which was against the will of god and that's not what god wants mm. but when the people demanded a king someone even wanted to resist them but god said no if mm. that's what mm. they want mm. you mm. give them what they want and we will cooperate with their will or their desire okay. or whatever. So we, we have to understand how much God respects our human uh, choice. Okay. Our power, because we keep preaching that God gives us free choice. Mm, or mm, yes. He has given us that human freedom of choice. And then we 
turn around, especially in the political arena, to try to declare that God will reject our right mm. to choose. If people want to choose wrong, God he, allows them. he allows them to choose wrong. They, that, that's what they want. And so he will allow it because that's the human right. Wow. Thank you very much. Now, I was actually thinking while you were uh, answering and, I mean, doing the submission of what the event in the book of the Acts of the Apostles when um, 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 Judas Iscariot lost his bishopric mm -hmm. and then uh, Matthias and then Joseph were chosen. Mm -hmm. The Bible actually talks about the fact that they subjected them to the ballot and mm -hmm. they cast lot. Is it the same thing? Yes, I think it's a similar thing. They, they, there was a human dimension to that and they subjected the final result to God, but they didn't let it all be God. Mm. They themselves chose the two yes. and now said that, Lord, between the two we have chosen, you pick one of those mm. two. So they, they subjected the result to human, a combination of human and divine okay. will. And if we pray accurately, I think we should be able to come to um, what will be a good thing. We, we should have that balance that human beings are going to choose, but we are interceding that people will choose right or go right. Um, the other aspect of it is that if you want to believe that God is choosing a leader, mm. then you don't have to start only from the election, uh, the national elections. Okay. Because the parties are bringing their man yes this person is bringing this man that person is bringing that man if you really want god if you believe god has some preordained person then even at the choosing the parties bringing their person you have to subject it to a lot of yeah. prayer so that the process will be covered from the beginning <laughs> Okay, thank you very much. Just to follow that up, while you were also uh, doing the submission, you said if we pray accurately, if we pray accurately. Now, for election 2020, it appears to be a decider. How? What kind of accurate prayers should you um, started off and said that we do? We need to do intercessory prayer, but how can we pray the intercessory prayer accurately? Accurately, yes. We, we, we need to first and foremost uh, get to the place where the church must not try to uh, arrogate to itself mm. the right to determine who the church just thinks should be the winner. Or mm. I, I've seen it bring a lot of confusion. It's still bringing confusion in the U.S. I have friends who are pastors, and uh, some think it should be this one, some think it should be that one. It doesn't help for prayer because the body of Christ should be able to pray together, and we will have different political persuasions for different reasons. Uh, we will some love this, some don't love that. It will be there, and all the preachers or the body of Christ, 
though everybody is born again, we won't come and support one party mm. or one person. Mm. So we, we have to, if we are going to pray, then we have to put aside the insistence that our party or our man or our preference should come up on top. We, we need to set that aside. What we need to do, rather, is to come before God dealing with the issues of the sa safety of the nation, mm. the, the peace of the nation, and then our best prayer, which can bring a united force behind it, is that the person that God, in his own wisdom, believes to be best suited for the challenges of the hour should prevail, or the hearts of men should be moved towards that person. Uh, that's the only way I know that we can get united prayer. Mm. But otherwise, we will not get united prayer. If you gather all Christians to one place, even the people in the same church, even people in the same family, some, they have different persuasions, <laughs> even husbands and wives, some <laughs> this way, that way. So if you say, let's pray, and you are pushing the prayer in some direction. <laughs> and it doesn't feel the way. <laughs> you're going to get them not praying <laughs> at all. At all. <laughs> if they won't pray. Yes. So that, let's fix our attention and our focus rather on the peace of the nation, nation the safety, the of, safety the nation, of the nation, and to have a united front as a nation. That's right. Thank you very much, dear listener. Your dial is still on 97.3 City FM. The program is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred McDavis. We are excited to have Reverend Dr. Robert Ampiakofi of Revival, Global uh, Revival Ministries here. And we are having a conversation with him on election 2020, a call to prayer. Um, if... In order for us to pray appropriately, we have to, um, as it were, relinquish our like or our desire for a particular um, candidate, let me ask. Um, <laughs> isn't it that difficult? It's, 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 <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough one because for most people, uh, if they are praying... They are really praying for what they want to happen. Mm. They mm. want to pray that their outcome, their preferred outcome will prevail. Uh, they, they want what they want to come forth. Mm. Uh -huh. But it, it, it is difficult, I know, but we have to get to the place where we see that it, it just cannot be otherwise mm. we, we cannot get all people in agreement behind our choice okay uh, so we have to open it up if we want corporate prayer and we need a lot of corporate prayer now we we need the whole body of Christ praying mm. uh, there are some outcomes that need a lot of corporate intercession if we want a good outcome. So so I would say it's difficult, but we need to do it. 
It is difficult, but we still need to do it. We can't go to God with a preconceived and a prejudiced candidate, uh, hoping God that God will just rubber stamp that candidate. Our choice, yes. Thank you very much, dear listener. Your dial is still on 97.3 City FM. The program is Bible and Some Man uh, with Reverend Fred Mac Davis. Well, I have, okay. Um, Reverend Doctor, um, so are you asking that um, we hold a national prayer for election 2020? Yes, uh, I, 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 I would advocate that we, the body of Christ, the leadership of the body of Christ, and in fact, uh, as of now, I think the greatest people with the capacity to marshal the body mm. uh, is more you, you, in your field now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is the, the media. The media have more power to, I see that uh, our stations can bring people up to worship God. Yeah. <laughs> they can get people to pray. And uh, because they are coming, you are coming from that realm. Mm. Uh, people don't get uptight. They, okay. they see okay. it as neutral. Okay. Mm. Uh -huh. mm. and, but we really, really need a push for prayer. Uh -huh. So I would advise that we do so. Try to bring people together for prayer. Uh, it will help us. It will help the country. And a lot of prayer needs to go into this election. To help the country, a lot of prayer need to go into this election. Now, if we have to organize um, a prayer, um, we would like to, like you have said, to have people come with hope. I mean, expecting that God will choose his leader. I mean, we can't expect to uh, have God rubber stamp any of our own. It, coming to my mind now is uh, the prophet Samuel. God telling him to go to the house of um, Jesse to go and anoint uh, a king for him. And then uh, Samuel sees the first uh, son of Jesse and says, Behold, this is, isn't the Lord's anointing mm -hmm. standing before me. And the Lord says, Hey, Samuel, uh, watch well, because if it is not God. Now, what will be the uh, effect if we refuse to pray at all for these elections? Uh, if we don't pray, I, I sincerely believe that um, uh, Satan will gain an advantage. Mm. Um, I, I don't foresee uh, immediate trouble, but if we okay. don't pray, we the enemy will get an advantage that will enable him to be able to do other things together with this one to push the nation further, further afield. We, we have so many examples in the nations all around us to make us worry of just claiming some kind of flippant exemption. Mm -hmm. uh, the nations, there's a testing of nations, mm. a trial of nations. The, every nation's foundations are being tested and shaken. Uh, and it's working, is all over the world. And 
we we just need to understand that Ghana too is still is also on the crosshairs, is in the firing line. So we need to ensure that we pray that every sector and aspect of our nation be secured. And anyone that is aware and abreast of our sub-region knows that this sub-region is under a lot of attack. Mm, mm, it, is, mm. it is probably one of the most dangerous sub-regions in the world. It is believed that after they broke up ISIS in their headquarters in near Syria mm. and that part, they move and now their base of operations is in West Africa. That's okay. where their strongholds have now moved. So we are dealing with all kinds of situations which are very, very dicey. There are all kinds of troubles. We need to ensure that we are praying um, because not too far from us, Burkina Faso, yeah. all kinds of things. So we have to be very, very vigilant in prayer. We don't want to have our nation weakened and we don't want to have... Uh, even problem within our own borders. Uh, I don't want to say some of the things that happened this year mm, in, inside mm, our own mm, borders, mm, but mm. We, we don't have to take anything for granted. Uh, we need to be alert and sh aware that we can't just assume that we are superior, we are, mm. we are mm. having some special exemption, no. The exemptions we have enjoyed and the freedoms we have enjoyed is because of attention that was paid to the dangers and the prayers, people who are led to pray. And so I think we should keep up that spirit. We should keep up that attention to detail, spiritual detail. Ooh. And uh, so I think uh, if I'm right... Uh, the ecumenical body mm, and one mm. good thing in 2020 is that there's an ecumenical body that uh, all the churches who first would have been separated okay. are now united under this ecumenical body and uh, the, the, uh, the leadership already prays every Monday mm. and that's the wonderful thing. We have the the top leadership of the Methodist, the Presbyterian, the Anglican, the Charismatic, the Pentecostal, joining up on prayer every Monday, Whoa. and that's going on, and that's very wonderful, yeah. and that's a great asset to this land, and we should, uh, and I believe that that uh, the ecumenical body is calling for a prayer. I think it's a week-long okay, prayer okay. all over the land. Yeah. Uh, I think advertisement for that should be going forth, forth very already. soon. Okay, okay, okay. Already, yeah. yeah, thank you very much. We have some of our listeners coming through. DD Intention says, Bible answer man, Reverend Dr. Ampia Kofi, God richly bless you for this wonderful, powerful spiritual revelation concerning the position of this nation in the spiritual realm and the comparing it with Luke 22 from verse 31 following. It's so real, the sifting like wheat 
the COVID-19 pandemic, the elections and the passing of the former first, uh, the first president of the Fourth Republic, all, uh, distra- all very distressing situations. This is a clarion call for all believers to come together, cooperate, seek the will of God for this nation. Um, our prayers should be, God, please give us a leader of your choice out of those on the ballot paper, the one who will be used by you to glorify your holy name and be a blessing to your people, the peace, safety, and prosperity of the country. Thanks so much. Okay, and you say, uh, okay, for this program, more anointing. Thank you very much. Um, Before we take leave of ourselves, we'll be asking you to say a word of prayer, but uh, what will be your passing words? What advice will you give to us in order that we respond to this call to prayer for election 2020? I, I, I would say that let's go beyond our own desires. I'll say mm. that, I'll stress that again. Let's go beyond our own passions and our own reasoning or rationales and come to the place of prayer. And then I would say that let church leaders at every level uh, guide their people into prayer, call for prayer. I think we should, the, the pastor sets the tone for the congregation if he sets a tone of prayer the people will follow on to pray and if we can organize church prayers uh, every church taking some days off to pray it will be wonderful uh, because also the the church is not as strong now as it was before uh, at mm. the beginning of this year mm. Simply mm. because the church has been, for the five, six months that the church was not meeting, mm. Uh, mm. the church got much weakened. Uh, so there, there are churches that some have lost membership. Wow. And yes, yes and maybe because of the social distancing now. <laughs> It's not glaring <laughs> because the chairs have been pushed far apart. <laughs> but uh, members have been lost. Some churches closed down. Which is one of the reasons why we must rise up to prayer. We must, we must pray. We, must, we mustn't joke with this thing at all. Mm. The church, and that is even a more a greater cause for concern because if the church is not as strong as it should be, and we are facing a challenge mm. of an, like an election where before we would have been mobilized easily for prayers everywhere, but now it's difficult to even call for prayer. We're afraid of the COVID. I mean, yeah, yes. everybody is afraid. Nobody wants to gather. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody calls for any <laughs> gathering. So it, it, it has become an issue. So let every local church take the challenge and where the ecumenical bodies call us to prayer. Let us do our best to respond. Yeah. 
Thank you very much, dear listener. You have been listening to uh, the program Bible Answer Man, and we've had Reverend Dr. Robert Ampia Kofi of the Global Revival Ministries here. Uh, before we leave, we'd like to ask him to say a word of prayer. As you call to prayer, uh, say a word of prayer for our nation and more so for elections 2020. Yes. Shall we pray? Our Father and our God, we look up to you because you have been the savior mm. of this nation. Yes, Lord. You have been the light of this nation. Yes, Father. You have been the deliverer of this nation. Yes, we thank you for thank the you. peace we have enjoyed over the years. Amen. We don't take anything for granted. Mm. We know that it is by your grace. By your grace. And therefore, Father, we come back to you now in this season of election 2020 to say that you, the living God, who has undertaken for us in years past, continue to undertake for us this time too. Fight our fight for us. Contend with the forces that would seek to contend with this nation. Arrest every force. Bring down every satanic dominion. Bring down every power of darkness. In Jesus' name, let the land be free from every satanic manipulation. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, may the integrity of the nation hold. May the nation be kept together. May any force that will try to scatter this land, weaken this land, may it be arrested. May it be bound in the name of Jesus. Let victory come and let this nation celebrate after the election knowing that Peace is prevailing and the nation is still going forward. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Reverend Dr. Robert Ampia Kofi. Thank you very much for coming through. We're excited uh, among your busy schedule. You still make time to be here. God bless you. Thank you. Dear listener, thanks for doing the listening. Uh, we are uh, leaving here. Let me say a very big thank you to my producer, Reverend Mauli Chikata, and my studio assistant, uh, Uncle Charles. Uh, dear listener, while we leave here, the uh, writer's um, 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 Project, the writer's project will be coming through, and after that, Jojo Bediako would also come through for reveal, I mean, a Beauty for Ashes. Fred McDavid signing off. Do have a wonderful time. God bless you. City 97.3 FM. This is City 97.3.